Howdy, partners. That's how India greeted me today. So I just felt inspired. Welcome to Pop of Color Pod, a show where two women of color discuss our underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. Hey, how are you? It's been a minute since we've done this. So we're just getting our groove back. I mean, it's been a week, two weeks. I think we it's had a week two off. weeks. Yeah, we yeah. had a week off. We did. We all need a break sometimes, you guys. And it was Memorial Day weekend. Like, I needed a break. I needed, even though I really got like one true day of a break, but it's okay. I got 10 and I didn't need them. Because <laughs> like, yes. I'm, I'm recovering worse having too much time off. I don't think my body's made for it. I'm good on like a four day. You were gallivanting off. around everywhere. Well, in the mountains. Allegedly. I know people think I'm very mountainous now. <laughs> like somebody else was like, how was your weekend in the mountains? I was like, I was in somebody's house in Denver. Like I was in the city. <laughs> I just only took pictures in the mountains to, you know. Right. Do some fluff for those guys who always talk about hiking on their dating profiles. Yeah. I'm like, look, I stood by one once. <laughs> that's, the, that's the energy I'm giving. No, I feel it. I feel yeah, it, it was cute. Sure. I mean, I went to Maryland first, went to a wedding, and then I went to Denver and yeah, there were mountains there. My friends made me walk all the way to the top of Red Rocks. I was like, I wouldn't have done that for my family, but for my friends. Yeah. Cause you know, when you're with your friends, you're like having a good time and talking shit and stuff. Right. Like when I do that with my family, I'm like, oh my God, I'm just gonna sit here. I'm like, what did I do in Denver? We saw no mountains. I don't know what we did. Oh, well, I know what we did, but. Yeah, yeah we know what you did. Um, <laughs> the mountains are like, 30 minutes you have to drive out mm. to the mountains and so that was much nicer because like I mean I'm not like here trying to hate but yeah Denver itself was fine our friend said who lives there he was like what's the most surprising thing like you didn't expect out of Denver and like I was on the other side of the, it was very housewives or like VPR because I was on the other side of the table and I didn't answer him I said it to somebody in front of me I was like I was surprised that our days were filled like with things to do because <laughs> I was really like Another we're gonna go see one thing and then just like go sit somewhere not go like, sit somewhere <laughs> I was really struggling but there's like we went to he lives in like a trendy neighborhood I'll tell you later you know who that, like you'll know the person but it was like a trendy neighborhood so like we looked at little murals and went into like all these mm-hmm. stores like it's funny because like Denver is whatever it is but like all the stores had like lots of like boho cute outfits mm-hmm. for the I, girls like it's really chic or very boho chic and like yeah. hipster but the people didn't look like that the people looked uh like we could have found them in the 757 <laughs> <laughs> and not even as good as we can find them in the 757 so i just kept people. looking around for people of color like anywhere I could find that them, like, well our whole group was room. like our whole group is people of color so it was kind of funny because we were just like cool so it's the four of us yeah the six of us i should say if we were all together yeah it was a very white city it was like an uncomfortably white city everyone was like friendly but it was just like very white eh. yeah 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 it's like how did we how why why are there no black people there would be like one person other than my group of friends like in the room that was black or asian or any race like other than white it was kind of weird yeah, it, it was one of those, I think when I was in the like airport. Black people in snow, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, it was the, I think the one was like when you get to the airport where you go, whoa, 
Yeah. Okay. Like coming from my airport, I think my liver was in Atlanta. And so I was like. Shocked, shell shocked because Atlanta is like 50% black. Yeah. And obviously there's a ton of black people mm-hmm. and people of every race or every ethnicity, I should say here. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, it always happens. Cause that's like the first time I went to Northern California um, to visit my family when they moved. I was like, oh, there are no black people here. And the only the, of us here are the Puerto Ricans. Are, well, then I was mom. like, and all the Latinx people are working in the businesses. Yeah. Like, where are the ones that live in here? Like, too. It was just very uncomfortable. And my parents were like, I don't think so. And I was like, no. It like California is low key segregated, but that's a conversation for a different that's, podcast. Yeah, definitely a conversation for another day. But that's a sure. different podcast conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where people in California are like, I don't know how you grew up in the South. I'm like, because it's not like here. Anyways, anyways, this is a lighthearted show this about is, television. This is, this is. India, tell me about the Bravo news because you've, oh, you've got been prowling the, the, the message boards. Oh, I've been, I've been literally just like, just so nosy this week. I don't know what's going on. Well, first of yeah. all, and <laughs> we're Housewives of Orange County news, although most people don't care. come on disclaimer nobody cares so we're gonna according to kelly dodd via she's saying shannon called her gina and jen will not be returning for season 17 of oc i'm kind of surprised about gina but jen not so much they should cancel the oc it's not cute when you're saying season 17 of a real housewives show something should be left alone it is a lot or just it's like Grey's Anatomy. Like, although I'm gonna watch Grey's Anatomy, however long they want to run that shit. You sure will. <laughs> I love that. how you just said you. <laughs> you. <laughs> I sure will. Um, but like the Housewives, it's just like we can move on. Like, there's others. Like, we're gonna talk about Dubai later. Like, there's other cities. Like, there's other stories to explore. It, it just like doesn't give what it needs to anymore. or i think like maybe try to revamp or just like continue like the ex-housewives or like the uh girl ultimate girls trip with like you know like exactly. season housewives yeah. versus like because you're right we don't like we need freshness and like that's why like when salt lake came out it was such a big deal and like even dubai coming out like even though the hype of dubai isn't as much as salt lake like it was still a big it was still a big deal yeah. you know so I agree with that. What other news did I have? Did I tell you? Oh, obviously, um, Ramona leaking Teresa's wedding invitation. And so the time. I love how place, Ramona thinks that we believe she ever has an accident. It's never an accident. She's doing that to get clout. I mean, the bitch posted her own bank statements. So. <laughs> I hate her. Another person who needs to be on the way out. Like, she's 70. Go, re- go rest. Is like, that like. I think it's inappropriate to say geriatric. Or is well, that's that why I did it. I mean, it's not as inappropriate as things we've discussed in the past. <laughs> I don't think you need to cut it. But, but <laughs> I mean, it's not kind. That's why I was just saying go rest instead of like go die. You know? Not go rest. <laughs> I think that's worse than calling someone geriatric. Geriatric is a time stage, like a stage <laughs> in someone's life. <laughs> okay. I just think she's older and as someone older, she should rest. Yeah. You should be out and about. It's dangerous. She might have osteoporosis and break a hip. Yeah. People do. Also, I don't understand how she drinks so much at this age because I turned 30 and was like, 
what the fuck? Like, hangovers for two days, heartburn. Like, I don't understand how she just trugs through. Like, you know what I mean? And, and hangs yeah. with these, you know, like, younger women. Well, first of all, listeners, India turned 30 last year. I did. So I just want to add that. It's already been I'm 31. <laughs> but 30 plus one. <laughs> um, uh, I don't, like... I think she doesn't really get as hammered anymore as the other ones. Cause like, if you notice in like the last season or two, she was always judging everybody else for being hammered. Yeah. But I feel, and I mean, they all wear diapers cause they're all shitting themselves. Like not in a, again, not in an ageist way. Like they actually literally like Sonia said, she wears the diaper on the bus. Right. Like they make choices. And like, if you need to like get hammered that badly, like I was just telling someone earlier today that like, um, my friend's husband we were like traveling and he still thinks of me as like how he met me when I was 21 and you know like we know I was ratchet I was standing on tables I was you know pouring drinks everywhere ripping shots I'm not saying I don't do that ever anymore but it has to be like the right time you know like it can't be like three nights a week and you bounce back and everything's great Mm -hmm. and um it's just like we were at a wedding and I was like, I'm really sweaty. And the line is really long and it's a Sunday. Like, I don't need to, I don't need to be crazy this night for what? And like, you got to make choices and Ramona's choices are to wear a diaper and shit herself and get hammered. And you know what? That's when it's time to go rest. Yeah. She's rest like, is important. It's not about say a joke, we all need rest. This is probably so lame. I just thought of it. Say it. I'll tell you if it needs to go. <laughs> what did Ramona say to Sonia when Sonia asked her if she was going to get hammered tonight and tomorrow? What did she say? It all depends. <laughs> Wait, that was funny though. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with this, but that was an actual joke. Come on, punch. I know, I know. It was so good. Oh my God, Chris Rock, whom? <laughs> Just don't slap no. me. Don't slap me. <laughs> I was on my other podcast talking about how like sometimes people need to be slapped. So clearly I don't send the right messaging. <laughs> I mean, not going to deny that. However, I'm not yeah. that particular person that you can slap. But India doesn't need to be slapped. Um, what other news? Uh, uh, you said, okay, so you did the OC demotion. Ramona leaking. Oh, um, apparently Jennifer, not Jennifer. Um, Jackie got demoted from. New Uh, Jersey yeah New Jersey even though I don't watch it I feel like that's kind of shady because she put out a lot of herself with her eating disorder it was was intense like actually I even caught it like a second once when my tv was on and I was like damn like that was like a legit story and then you're keeping Melissa Gorga on with her fake stories yeah choices yeah so I think that's it oh and obviously the king of Bravo's birthday is today at Bravo, Andy, happy the start birthday, of Pride King. Month, happy birthday. Not complaining his birthday with Pride Month. No, I'm just saying it's what a great month to like oh, have okay, your birthday okay. in because it's like such a great month. Not... I was like, girl, we need to. No, work. no, no. No, no, no. But while we're here, happy Pride Month. This is obviously yes. an allied podcast. It's not just trendy in June. Be an ally every day. I sound very corporate, but. I don't she do does. well off the cuff. So <laughs> this is what she get is generic and plain. Um, but yes, we love everybody. Yes, we do. Happy Pride Month. Um, I think that's it. Should we just get into the shows? Enough with Yeah. Them? 
before I get into political discord, let's, let's talk about what we're here for today, which is Love Match Atlanta. It's heating up. Below Deck Sailing Yacht. It's heating up. Dubai. We just got started, but it's it's late. hot there. 120 degrees. It's fucking hot. Yeah. Oop. I'm glad I don't live there. I was going to be there next week. I was supposed to be in Dubai next week, but <laughs> it was too hot. So we canceled. <laughs> or decided not to go. <laughs> I truly can't. It was for my friend's okay. birthday. And she wanted to do Dubai. But then I, you know, she realized like, oh shit, it's going to be so fucking hot. We're not going to have fun. Yeah. She recommends some research to her next time. Yeah, we're going to Costa Rica right. instead. Provide literature. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's probably a good alternative. Yeah. All right. So Love Match Atlanta. I watched this that night, so it feels like I don't even remember what happened. But we're just going to run through, like, the matchmaker situations. So we have the duo, which is Kelly and Tana. And I really, in theory, like them. Like, they seem like they're, you know, it very clearly the show is poisoning it. It's like, they're the most together. They're the most experienced. Mm-hmm. They're a big business. Um, but sometimes they're, like, a little flat on screen. Like, I just feel like they're conversations or like the scenes i'm hoping it's just like they're nervous on camera like maybe they're just not like used to being on tv so like they're just not taking to it but sometimes i just like they read like that i think they're just you know some people just aren't meant for camera like i don't think that i'm meant to like i don't think i could ever be on a reality tv show and give off like oh my gosh like she's my favorite character i feel like i would be more like a robin you know what i mean like kind of like no thanks much um, but I like, so I think that they're just gener- generally flat. Like, I don't think that, you know, cause we like Shay because she's a little, she's like more bubbly. Like she's more yeah. vulnerable. Well, I wouldn't say yeah. more vulnerable cause one of the women like in the duel was very vulnerable. I can't remember her name at the moment. I think that was Kelly with her daughters. Yeah. And stuff. Kelly. Yeah. But you know, we like Shay cause she's like, she offers like so many She's multi, like she's so dynamic as like a character. I think she's definitely like the person that's the relatable person that you connect to. Right. But the and, but yeah, she, just for some reason, lot. she's definitely more comfortable on camera. And like when she's taught, it just comes off way more naturally. Mm-hmm. For them, it's like kind of like, I think they're just so structured that they come off like a little stiff. But I think they also, give great advice. Oh yeah. All of their clients scare me about myself because it was all like workaholic clients or like people who can only talk about that. And I was like, I know I'm not that, but like sometimes you worry that that's how life reads. Oh, G was like hard for me. I was like, this is triggering. This is triggering. Wait, but I also loved her because like she knew her value. So G was oh, no, one no. of her clients. Yeah. Um, they set her up on a date. And then, um, and also I would say too, like what I love about the duo is that they, um, the way that they work is like a lot of data and evidence based. It's not just like quote mm-hmm. stinks or gut or whatever. Cause like whenever you see Joseph and Paris coaching, you're just like, this is like rooted in like old patriarchy bullshit right. and like tackiness. So no, thank you. Right. But, um, the duo like uses data. Like I loved, um, you know, it's unfortunate, but I loved how they were explaining, like, you know, here's the status. I'll like, black women either have deep voices or monotone voices and mm-hmm. these not registers. So like, here's some way, like things that we may not realize are affecting how people perceive us. And so I just love that they actually had like information that backs it up. Um, so oh, yeah. they were like giving tips to their client G she goes on her date. 
the minute that date started, I was like concerned about the duo's abilities because I was just like, this man is not for her. As soon as he walks in, I was like, I was like, oh, I wrote down, Dion is cute. And then the next thing, him asking her government name, like, what the fuck? Whenever some, whenever a man says, what's your government name? What did your mama and daddy name you? I was like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> it was just like a lot. But then I was like, also like, hmm, Atlanta. <laughs> like, uh, I can't. It was just so much like, and then I screamed when her face, when he said that she needed to take the onions off her salad, like, bruh. I was like, please just put the onions aside. Like I'm putting mine aside. I'm like, yo, cause I feel like Dion really went like, like wanting to give it a chance because they had just like pre-coached her and said like, you know, show more, like be more like expressive she did she actually tried really hard yeah i would say like she, she actually brought out her alter ego peaches and then the producers just slashed peaches <laughs> out it was like yeah so peaches is what they strong. named like her alter ego of like who she was going to emulate like what's your alter ego going to be and then peaches went out the door when he said take those onions off your salad like we've got planned oh, it's just sure. like so the thing about men besides everything is like how sometimes like they just are so presumptuous with like this is gonna come off really well and it's like no it's gonna come off like you're a fucking jerk oh let me tell you today speaking of atlanta men (laughs) today years old so i'm in target just looking at candles minding my own business and this guy walks up to me or like comes past the out he's like hey like i'm just gonna be real direct with you like no i'm gonna be real straight up and i'm like Looking I'm looking confused. at a candle. You don't and need he's to like, what's your name? And I'm like, India? Like thinking like, does he know me? <laughs> Question like, mark. You're like, I don't even know. Does he know me? Like, is it like, what is going on right now? He was like, well, I'm just going to be like real straight up with you. Um, what I want to get your number. Like, what's your number? I, I want to take, I'm like, I was just like, I have a man. Like, I just, I, that's my go-to anyway. But I'm like, I have a man. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, all right. And just like walked away. I'm like, what is wrong with people? Like, I'm literally looking at the scent of thyme and rose. And here you are coming up to disturb my peace. Not even pretending to look at candles, like in a slick way of like, oh, like what candle do you, rec-? you know what I mean? Like, like he said he was going to be direct with you. Yes. Well, I'm going to be straight up and direct. I'm like, um. It, anybody, any man who starts that as the intro I'm like, please don't. No, be direct over there. Like, I just kept looking at him because I just also don't like when people are just like so dismissive. Like, you know, I don't like to be so dismissive of people. I like to give like people. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you know, say what you got to say. And, but I'm still not interested. <laughs> oh, no, I would have looked at him and said, like, please go direct that way. Like, I would have just been like, but not here. Because I know. I, I just, just know. like. The only people I let finish sentences I know the answer to already are like the cashiers when they offer you the credit card at the store. (laughs) I'll let them say, even though I'm like, no, thank you. And they see me holding my card. I'll let them finish. But like something like that out of left in the candle aisle. No, I will stop them while they're talking and just be like, Like, with all due. That is not the way I just need to run along now. It was just so much easier for me. And like energy wise to just like wait till he was done. But like, okay, like, no, I'm not interested. Sorry. Ugh. Yeah. This guy was giving that energy for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I love that G then asked for her food to go and then asked for the onions to be placed back yep. on the salad. <laughs> like what a message. And then, so afterward, like, you know, they do the review of the date and like G came in with concerns 
and they were all very valid she was like i don't have time for you know like part of their business like yeah like it was a little like you know i understand why the duo was kind of ruffled and like came back at her too because it's like no we know what we're doing like i agree with them like they knew what they were doing and on paper it all looks good because you can't like you can figure out compatibility but you can't figure out chemistry and so it's like you know two people although very compatible on paper just may not work out in person so I kind of like this show a lot because it's like a combination of like we love millionaire matchmaker back in the day mm-hmm. so it's like a combination of millionaire matchmaker with like a bit of like a housewives or you know ensemble show because of the matchmakers you know yeah definitely each other so I think that's I like having the different clients throughout the episodes she was just like I was I was like, oh, this G is going to give them a run for their money because she was like, but she was basically saying like, assess them, like assess them more before I get dressed, drive. She's <laughs> like, not wrong. Like, you know, it takes a lot to even set up the date. And, and, so it's and like, she's paying a lot of money. So correct. Like she's paying them 25,000. Theirs is like 25 and up. Yeah. So it's a lot. So we can mention Joseph in Paris briefly. Ooh, also, oh, also, you mentioned Millionaire Matchmaker. Why did I stumble across Patty Stinger's page today? Why is she so facetuned on her account? She's a she's different ugly. person. She's an entirely different person on her account. Like one picture will be like a promotion of her like for, you know, like yeah. an event and it's her normal face. And then the next three posts are of a different fucking person. I just love that people think we don't know what facetune is at this point. Like everybody looks like a bubble that's what i can call it because i don't know how to describe it but yeah, like, everyone looks like blurry. a cartoon. it's like the you bl- it's like the um like people blur their face too much like uh smooth their skin too much yeah and so then it looks like you just look like a sh- like well every single person on bravo does it so they yeah. all look like a cartoon it's beyond um joseph and paris i don't have much to say about them because like mm-hmm. paris you know talks to ming later but um I just like I don't understand their relationship besides like he's a gross old man and she's a young dumb and gold digging type of woman well like that's that's all I take away from that is like he just was like I want someone passionate about what they do but also I like that she cooks I'm like okay so that's why you like her like just be honest it's better to be honest than to be full of it and then Paris was saying she wasn't going to spend the best years of her life waiting for someone to marry her and I'm like, it's just as bad spending those same number of years married to him if he's the wrong person. Exactly. Like, What's the difference? Like, why are you going to wait around? And even if you rushed into getting married, you know, the five years unmarried and wasted is just as bad. I think it's worse to be married and wasted because then you have to go through a divorce. You know what I'm wondering? Well, what I wondered, and this is not off topic, but when Shay was, mm-hmm. when her friend Lamont walked in and they were talking about like men and stuff and Shay was like, I like unlike some people like I'm not anyone's beard and I felt like that was <gasps> tea towards <laughs> you have a thought about Joseph you I've always had that it. thought about Joseph yeah you're like you've been thinking it so I mean but I but Maybe I that's gonna be a season too long and I, like and I you know like I live in Atlanta so I can spot like the closeted and beard couples from like well again to like it's even harder with people of color so it's right like, and you know i'm not here like to it's judge. still just not as expect well it's just still not as accepted so like there's probably just still a lot more closeted men right and you know i'm not here to judge nor out anyone about their sexuality i think 
everyone should live their life the way that they want. But I just believe in. You're not outing him. You don't know. (laughs) Well, yeah. But you know what I mean? No, I'm not talking about him in particular. I just mean in general. Okay. Okay. I think everyone has their own journey. Um, But it's just interesting when you're like on TV and then like people are saying these things. And I caught Shay saying that. I'm like, wait, I think she's being shady. Well, yeah. That's the thing about being on TV is like people with secrets shouldn't be on TV because they always come out. Because that's like what happens with like the housewives when they want to quote Lisa hide their Dubin is happening now. Like Lisa Renner outed some guy, like screenshotted his phone number, and so he screenshotted hers back and was like, "There's a lot of things about Harry that he doesn't want to be known." Rainbows, like emojis, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm thinking too." Like, so see, that's like, not, not okay. But well, I'm not. I'm thinking like beyond to like anything about husbands and like sexuality. Like you know, there was like Adrian Maloof didn't want people to know like that she had a surrogate for kids. Mm-hmm. Like Kim didn't want people to know she was an alcoholic. Like all these random things where it's like, don't be on the, or like all these women who get divorced every fucking day or get cheated on. It's like, don't be on television if you have secrets because people are like this. Everyone's a little detective now. Or secrets that you would care if that were exposed. Well, then they wouldn't be secrets, girl. True. But I feel like some people have some things that they haven't shared that if they were outed, they would be like, okay, well, now that everyone knows, yeah, fuck yeah, that's the case. I feel like there are some cases like that, like obviously rare, but I do agree. That I was like, going to say, <laughs> then they're not a secret. It happens to be a little known fact. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. I'm, about I'm trying to be supportive of you. Like, I'm not trying to debate you. I'm just secret, like, but... you know, these people are not having I mean, little yeah. known facts. They, they have secrets. They have secrets. They do. I will agree to you. Try like to maybe defend. people have. Yeah, I'm like, girl, who who are you rooting for today? You're <laughs> so know. optimistic, and I'm so catatonic. But let's take a break here, and then yeah. we'll go to Shay and Pat. Or fuck me, Shay and Ming. Let's do it. Excuse my French. All right. Now we're going to talk about our clear favorite, like because we talked about it enough. Is we love Shay, middle class matchmaker. She's just like very relatable and very hardworking and just like has like mm-hmm. a nice warmth about her. I feel like naturally, like, I feel like that's what contributes probably to her success too. Is like, she just feels like someone you can open up to. And we started um, with seeing her client who was a woman named Angela. Um, and she was just like talking about like trust issues and like getting back in the dating pool. And then she like shares, she confides in Shay that she's like a survivor of sexual assault And I thought that was like really incredible to see in the episode too, because again, it's just something people don't talk about because they feel like a lot of shame and stigma. So for her client to like, not only share that with her, but to share that on television, again, just things that we have to keep normalizing, especially like people of color and having those conversations I thought was really important to see. And I think she handled it so well because she was just like, I can tell that this is like very much pulled out her counselor, like bad for this. Yeah, I very much demonstrated like why having those like weird, like their whole conversation is like things like having um, like certifications and knowing about therapy and having those requirements in like doing this job is important mm-hmm. because anyone can say like, you're cute and you're cute date, but it's like, let's figure out who you are as a person. And that requires a lot of different kind of knowledge bases and education on like what builds a person. Right. And I feel like that's like definitely what's missing from like the Joseph and Paris, like matchmaking is like, Mm -hmm. they're just like looking at like very surface level stuff. And I don't think that they do a lot of like the deeper work for their clients. 
Right. And that Shay, and I don't think that Joseph would be one to, to tell Angela, like, Hey, I don't think that you're ready for like to be matched right now. I think that you should like do some more work on yourself, open up some more, and then let's come back to the table. I feel like he'd honestly probably say something that would get him canceled. Yeah. He'd be like, go on queen men love you. Right. Or he'd be like, all right, like, let's go ahead and like match you. Whereas Shay was like, you know, she wasn't afraid to be like, yeah. Hey, which takes a lot when you're an entrepreneur and like you're hustling, like for clients to tell someone like, Hey, like, I just don't think that we match well together. Or I just don't think you're ready. Yeah. Like you and the encouragement for therapy, I think was so Mm -hmm. important for sure. And she had like some good lines. Like she was telling her like, love is like a gift that wants to come to everybody. Mm -hmm. I was like, and just like telling her about her past self, like what, like Right. Oh, that was a really good to, like, exercise like, yeah. to Angela, which I thought was cute. But also yeah. I love that Angela started off with, they just want to dive on into Lucy. And she's like, who's Lucy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think especially she like when you're dealing with an uncomfortable topic or like about to share something like she did, that's so sensitive. You always yeah. like want to start with a joke to like feel a little brighter because you mm-hmm. can kind of reveal something that makes you uncomfortable right that was really important like Shay said in her confessional too like everybody deserves love but everybody's not ready to receive love yep and that's like a huge thing that I think a lot of people aren't aware about they're like why isn't it working or like why haven't I found somebody and it's like what do you need to like kind of do with yourself you know what I mean like if Mm -hmm. you're it's like all healthy attract like a healthy attracts a healthy yep and so like, if you're at your place, then you're going to attract somebody who's at the place you want them to be too. Mm-hmm. And then now we have like, um, kind of Shay doing like her little setup for her day, um, or like for her to be a client for the duo. And, um, I love Lamont. Like, I hope he's a character next season because he mm-hmm. has a queer dating site or like, I yeah, think we're just gay men of color. And like we were talking about last episode with um, how his bisexual client was like matched with Shay's client. It's something you just don't see a lot. And it would be really good because like, you'll see it in like fictional television, but even like, I feel like on reality TV is like another step further because it's actual human beings with their actual lives. And so I think that'd be cool. I think it was probably just that they had too many characters already um, that had big storylines. I call them characters, even though these are, people I guess but um they had like so many stories like in the fire between like Joseph Ming Shay and the duo that like they couldn't accommodate that much more for like a starter season yeah but if they get a season two I feel like he would get his own yeah because he was a character like but an enjoyable character like Joseph isn't enjoyable and I think maybe they thought like oh well maybe just for drama too because Joseph well I think because Joseph has more of the drama with the duo the duo yeah and so um, I think like Lamont would be able to come in after those other groups. Like we've established that we know them because I feel like the duo is not going to have a lot of story once this thing with Joseph is over. Mm-hmm. That'll probably quote, you know, solve itself at the end of season one. And then there's more space on like the canvas to do Lamont's story. Yeah. Even hope. though I think Lamont, ha- I do agree that he has potential because I caught his like shade. Oh yeah. Not shade, but like his, I mean, his shade one, but also like, his um stirring the pot like calling Shay about Ming's party when I'm like you already oh, knew yeah. probably because you went to dinner with Ming a week ago mm-hmm. yeah like he he's well placed socially yeah. and then like we said would like have a whole different clientele for us to see um I did think it was funny though that like 
you know, the claim was that Shay was like thinking and meditating on her clients because she cares so much about them when he called her. I was like, I don't think that's what was happening. (laughs) The producers were probably like, Hey, we need some shots of you where you look like you're working. Um, just for, you know, background and full makeup because they knew Lamont was going to call her. So they were like, we have to set up like a fake situation and full makeup. And you're going to act like you don't know about Ming's party at all. Like just pretend. So before we get into their drama, we'll talk about like Ming's solo story this week. So she had a client named Scott who I was like, do I find him cute or do I find him successful? <laughs> Cause they were like, he has some, business. he was like, okay. And yeah. I think like that we're in that era of the world where like men with facial hair look better than when they don't have it. Like I, like 10 years ago when beards became a thing again, I was like, Ooh, I don't really like beards, but then I'm like, I see why men do it now because like, if they weren't cute, it kind of gives them more structure to their face. I've always loved a beard. Ooh. Well, I just always think about like, not like a Santa Claus beard, like (laughs) it can never be a beard where you can grab the hair, like apart from the face. Does that make sense? Yeah. no. Like it can't be long enough that I can grab the hair and not touch your face. Yeah. No, I don't need that. It has to be close to the face. Um, like very trimmed. Um, and then, yeah, I just think about like rash on my face is the only concern. Yeah. I don't know how they do it because I have rotation shave their face. So, yeah, I just, you know, if it's like, we do things like bikini waxes and like, you know, shaving our bikini line and stuff like that. So I can't, and that hurts in itself, you know, like both ways. So I can't imagine having to like razor, like, or like, you know what I mean? Shave your face every couple of days. Like, and like, just the, like the aft, like the rat, like you said, the bumps, the rash, like. Oh, well, I was saying like the bumps when you're like making out or like. Oh, like like, like, for the woman. Oh, up against a for the beard. person with a soft face. Yeah. Uh, when you like, they like have like oil in their beard or like something or like dirt, yeah. dirty and just don't kiss them. <laughs> Correct. Thank <laughs> you so much for your insight. <laughs> um, Correct. Thank you. <laughs> We're so deep today. And also I have laser for my bikini tomorrow and I'm not ready because <laughs> I haven't oh, done God. it in like I had started it a few years ago and then had to stop because of all my health stuff. And then like, this is going to be my first one in like years. And I'm just like, I'm not ready for the pain. Yeah. I bought my own. It'll be worth it. System. It'll be so fucking worth it. But you bought your own. Yeah. During the uh, pandemic. I could, I could not do it to myself. I think I spent like $200 I would take eight hours. It doesn't hurt though. Like you put it on the high setting, but it just takes longer. So like you have to like yeah. continue to do it. I think, I mean, they say eight weeks. No, 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 no. They say 12 weeks. And like, and I did see results and still now it doesn't like grow the same, yeah. like around my bikini line, at least. Cause I can't get all up in there. Um, TMI. <laughs> like, but it still That's grows. And so I told to myself it. like, so then I went back to waxing and like, that just hurts so fucking bad. Or like, waxing I just, hurts way worse. Every time I went, I would just dread it. Like every single time I would go, I'm, I would be like, okay, here we go. But I think that I'm just going to like, go back to like trying my laser system. And if that doesn't like do what I want it to do, I mean, I yeah. probably should have done this during the winter, honestly, but anyway, well, that's it works. I, pay, I, I pay somebody else to get up in there because I'm not about to have like random little patches of nothing. Sorry, buddy. 
it's just like hair that does like you can just tell it just does won't grow back yeah no it helps kill the follicle a bit even the at home so yeah I mean do the at home over waxing waxing is bullshit I did it once after having done laser several times and I was like people pay for this <laughs> like I used to wax a religious I had to I had to like just sit and think about my life for like two hours afterward I was like I surprised to- I didn't put an ice pack down there no, like in that first time, oh my gosh, hurt so bad. But I used to watch religiously because I used to go to what's that place in where you live? I can't remember. I have to look it up. But I used to like go to this place, like they have like chains there. Oh yeah. But yeah. any anyway, like like, a European wax center or something. Kind of like that, but it's like a like a mom and pop type of like place. Mm. Well, I guess it's not mom and pop because they franchise it, but it's just like like a really cute like sixties girl looking like place. They have one in Carytown. Oh, okay. Um, but I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I used to wax her religiously, and then I just, I mean, I was just kind of like, fuck it. Like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, well, everybody send your prayers to me. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll be okay. It's it's really fast. Luckily, the girl does it really fast, so shout out to V. Yeah, I wish I could just have like a long laser line that just went from like that you could just curvature around your entire bikini line and just zap once and just one, you know what I mean? Like one ting of pain versus like the multiple. Come on, technology. Y'all have robots. But no, but like, also that might be a lot. Shit. Like to feel that across your whole vagina at once. It'll be like the paddles when they're resuscitating people. It's like boom, and your whole vagina jumps. <laughs> just one at the, at the zap, but it would be just at the one mega zap versus yeah. many. I don't know. Well, send your thoughts, everybody, in the comments. <laughs> one all zap my thoughts or many. <laughs> oh my god! So, lastly, <laughs> back to this show, we have Ming. Who? Oh, so she had the beard guy. That's where that's all got started. Hair. Um. So she had that Scott who's like has a dive bar or whatever. Um, and she's like dressing him up and doing all this stuff. I thought like, I know this is probably like an Atlanta thing too, but I thought it was a lot for her to put him in a burgundy suit with a pink shirt underneath. I was like, that's a lot of color. Especially for burgundy one guy. Shirt with, I mean, burgundy suit, suit with like a pink shirt. I was like, that's a lot, especially for a white guy. I mean, I, was I love like, a burgundy suit, but yeah, the pink shirt's a little much. Like, she could have done, like, burgundy with white or did, like, a navy suit with the pink shirt. Yeah. But it was, like, color on. I was like, Ming, he looks like a pimp from the 70s. Like, stop <laughs> it, you know? I was Why like, are you black boy-pationing him? <laughs> I was just like, it's a little weird. And then um, she sets him up on the date, and then she reviews the date afterward, and I was howling because, like, she brought him in, and it, she finds out he, like, left the date abruptly because right. of an emergency at work. And I was like kind of zoning out at this point, but then I clocked it when she made him like she FaceTimed the girl and then like ambushed him by showing him the girl and being like apologized to her. Right. I was like, how do you think that's like a problem solving thing? It was so awkward. It was so awkward. Like a mom telling a kid like now apologize to this girl. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt like. I was like, no wonder like she has to diversify her business so much because like she's not good at this. Mm-mm. I mean, Shay already said that she's a modern day pimp. Yeah, Shay has points. And then when talking about her client, Ming said, if you find that right person, you're going to find the time to spend with them. And the producer said, what about your situation? I know. In reference to her husband, because like 
earlier in the episode, she's talking to her friend about how like she thinks her business is just starting to boom and she wants to keep, see how far she can take it, but that her husband's ready to retire. And so like, they're kind of diverging on their Mm -hmm. goals as a couple. But I don't think that's the case. Like my theory, I mean, honestly, my theory, I think, I mean, I think that is probably some of it. I was like, where are you going? But I think, but my theory, I think, cause he like any picture of him is blurred out. Like he's oh, yeah. not, he's not in the picture at all. Like as far yeah. as like in any scene, anything, I think that he and her have issues about her wanting to be on the show. And he probably was like, no, I don't mm-hmm. like, agree. And she was like, no, I need this for my business. And I, so I think that that's part of the conflict oh, yeah. that they're having as well. Yeah. She's I'm like, there's no one. reason why your, your husband wants his face blurred out unless like he just is completely unsupportive. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was like how Gina's husband on OC never was on mm-hmm. the camera before and blamed it on work. Yeah. And then she's about to have a birthday party and she also is going to make it like a networking mixer. And she was like, yeah, let's mix birthday and branding. What are your thoughts on this? Would you do that? I mean, I think it's smart business wise, but then it's just like, why can't we have genuine moments with our friend? Like, why can't I, I mean, obviously this is for TV. So I mean, it but is people what on it, the shows like they have birthdays on the show without it being a work thing. Right. But this is also called Love Match Atlanta. And it's about like them being love matches. And so I just consider like the fact that she's like, well, I'm going to utilize every single like ounce of free marketing I can for my business. But as a general like rule of thumb or not, I don't think that's the right word, but a general my general feelings about it. I don't think that that's cool. Cause I don't want to be, feel like I'm at like a birthday. Like I want to be there celebrating my friend. I don't really want to be there networking with her client. Well, that's what I, I was like, you must have no friends because like she could have done an event separately yeah. know, during her birthday and then like had a birthday dinner, but to like say that it's both, it's like, oh, so you really don't have a personal life mm-hmm. because you're just converting it into another work event. Mm-hmm. I just found it really weird. I like it's like you can mix a lot of stuff with your it's a little taxi. brand. Well, you can like mix things with your brand, but it's just like your birthday. Like just be born. Yeah, you know, like it's one thing if you're having fun, like if you're Paris Hilton and like all these people want to host you for your birthday and you don't have to do a thing, but you know she's doing all the work because it's not like she's a you know right. billion and it's not like it was a product. Money. You know, because I think about like Bethany and like Skinny Girls, and I think that so many like Bravo celebs have mimicked the way that they, you know, like, yeah, um, they, try, they always try business. to emulate her. Yeah. Because of skinny girl, but skinny girl is, was literally a alcohol. Right. So at events there are, there's alcohol, like it's very much more relevant. Yeah. Than it's just like she can the market her product. product. Yeah. Right. Which is you like, it's not a product. It's a service for this. Yeah. Right. So I think that's, that's a good point. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. So yeah, she did that. And then in this episode, we find out that like, um, she and Shay, like, cause in the beginning episodes, there would just be like toss away comments mm-hmm. but this episode, like Ming is having, um, dinner or coffee or something with Paris. And it like makes it clear, like that. She thinks like, I think she thinks Shay is like tacky. Is what it Shay is, tacky. She thought that because like she, th- she was claiming that Shay like got into the mix with Joseph in Paris at the other mixer and then Shay just thinks that like Ming is not a good businesswoman and so I'm like I I just want to know what like their true beef is do you know what I'm saying yeah it's definitely one of those it's not about what they're saying on tv there's something else that we just don't know about 
Right. And for me, it's like, okay, well, Ming, you basically like Lamont was like, she basically thinks you're ghetto. And that's the feeling I got from Ming was like thinking like Shay's ghetto. But I'm like, but Paris was yelling louder than Shay and started the yelling. So if I'm not confused, so I'm, you know, if I'm not getting it wrong, you know what I mean? But so I'm confused why it's just on Shay and not on Paris. So that's why I think the same thing. Like there's something else going on between them. I was going to say, I'm not out here trying to be classist, but if somebody's ghetto, it's Paris. Like when she, like, I really am trying not to be judgmental, but like the way that she speaks when she's like trying to do like her intellectual Mm -hmm. stuff, I'm just like, okay. That and then even the way That's she all comes, I'm gonna say because I feel just very quick to pop off. Like she was so quick oh, yeah. to pop off at Joseph's party, and then even when the duo and her and Joseph were sitting down, she was so quick to pop off at the duo. Like she's she's the problematic one. So yeah. that's why you know Shay seems very sweet. Like Shay seems like she doesn't take shit, and she obviously instigates and stirs because they all yeah. Do, no, but. she definitely. That's like, did you watch Beverly Hills last night when mm-hmm. Kyle said she was a fixer and Garcelle said. Yeah, this is how Kyle fixes things and then stirred a pot. I am living for the Kyle Garcelle front of It's so good. It really is. Uh, Yeah, I absolutely agree about that. Okay. And then Ming, we end with like Ming's getting ready for her party. And um, I agreed with you. I had said like Ming's husband not wanting to be on camera seems worrisome. But I was weak when they're like, where's your husband? He's, she's like, I don't know. He ate something that made him sick or whatever. And then I tweeted on our account. I was like, the lies candy gif about right. that. And her company liked it. I was like, your intern is fucked up. <laughs> like, like what? I'm coming for your, I'm not coming for her boss, but you know, I'm cu- like, I'm saying something rude. You didn't even boss. say her name in it either. Did no, you? I think so. I think I wrote, come on now, Ming. Oh, yeah, maybe. But like, whoever runs the Colorblind International account needs to to stop. (laughs) They need to think about their brand, ironically. And then I'm so excited for next week when Shay shows up. That's the kind of mess I like. When you're not invited to something and you come anyway. That's what we This is the work event. Well, I work. Oh, is that what she said? (laughs) No, I'm just saying that. Oh. I was was like, that would be amazing if they had, I would have loved that. But yeah, love match. I mean, I think they're doing some stuff. I like it. I I think it'll grow. Yeah, it will. It's only episode like four or five. So, well, I like for next season, if they get, yeah, for sure. I think it will. All right. Time to sail the seas to Captain Glenn's daddy boat. (laughs) My crush on Captain Glenn has waned. I feel sad about it. I don't know why, but he doesn't oh, do it for me the way he used to. I think it was just that pandemic horniness. I was like, look, a man. <laughs> oh, oh I, I, have, have I have a lot of horrible crushes in 2020. Yeah, I'm like, I would, I mean, Daddy Glenn is still Daddy Glenn. However, like he's like cute and like a. Yeah, he's getting soft. He He probably needs to rest too. He's not cute in like a saucy way. Yeah, like in a Marcos way. He's like, oh, you're so cute. Exactly. More teddy bear. Yeah. More Which is equal, just as equally great, but you know what I mean. But that's not what we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they start out, 
this episode, they're like doing a little boat race because um, we missed a week. So just so you guys know, there's like a new girl named Scarlett. She'll definitely be discussed later. Um, and then there's like a charter of like all women who half of them were there for, with a different group last year. And so that was kind of funny that like the one group of women who hated each other last year came back, but in two separate groups, like two factions, this is definitely the more likable half, obviously, Mm -hmm. but, um, they have their little boat race. Um, at first I was like, is this actually going to be any good? Cause they were losing for a long time, but then they won. So yay. Parsifal three. And then I was just like thinking about it. And Kelsey is very like the unsung hero of the season. Cause that girl just puts her head down and works and does everything she's supposed to, and does not like mm-hmm. seek out credit. And she doesn't complain. Even when Gary's being a drama bitch, she just like does her job. Mm-hmm. And then just like gives advice when it's asked of her and just like, well, I think, you know, like focus on you girl. Like she's just very yeah. neutral. Yeah. She's very, she's very practical. Yeah. I think, and she's very honest and she's very kind to everybody. So I think she has a good relationship with everybody. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm like fidgeting so much, but my head and my neck hurt because I'm 31. <laughs> so badly. Um, then like the charter ladies leave and they had a good charter, good for them. And then this episode, Daisy revealed herself to also be mm-hmm. a fucking pot star. I was exhausted by her. I was like, girl, if you're going to produce, do it better. Because they were first getting ready for dinner. And before they even left for dinner, she goes to Ashley. And it's like, how are you going to handle tonight? And I was like, bitch, weren't you just saying you're sick of her being annoying in 23? Like, why would you say that? You know what I think it is? Well, A, I mean, obviously we all know that she likes Gary. (laughs) But also it's like, she wants, like, I feel like she's, well jealous of the fact that Scarlett is like Gary's giving Scarlett attention yeah and she's like oh, like using Ashley as like the person to like cock block it you know what I mean like well I think there's a third motive um in which if her stews look like messy emotional bitches she's gonna look like the put together yeah charge one so it's like a little bit of like internalized misogyny too because there was a lot of like women hating women last season on sailing yacht and we might have missed it in daisy because like sydney and Allie and natasha and danny they were all very toxic so like i think daisy like scooted by but now that like we don't have gabby and ashley's drama like watching date and daisy had done that with them a lot too um where she would just be like we'll see how you two get along, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was always kind of like instigating it. And then this episode, it just was like so obvious because she did that with Ashley. And then they flashed back to the spaghetti scene. And I said, not that I was. We don't ever that. seem to see that again. Like even before we knew she was going to throw up when she put that much noodle in her mouth, like it makes me, I wish you could see how like my stomach just dropped inside my body. Cause it's it was disgusting. A lot. It's not well. That's not good for any of your organs. I didn't major in that, but I know that's not good for any of your organs. Disgusting. So yeah, Um, then (laughs) Gary decides he's going to try to prevent drama by pulling Ashley aside before dinner and they have like a chat, but it's really awkward because he doesn't, he's not very straightforward with what he's saying. And then she knows what he's trying to say, but she's very avoidant because like she thinks she, you know, she's that person who like gets some tequila in her and is really bold. But when she's sober, she's a fucking wimp. Mm-hmm. So she's like, but I do to talk about but I do like that he was like it's a double standard of respect because 
Like we oh, kissed and then you went and fucked. Um, what's um, his name? Tom. Like, Tom. so what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the difference? And she was just like, I don't even know why we're having this conversation. It didn't even need to happen. Like, I'm so over him. Like, she's such a child. Like, yeah, her 23 is showing massively. Showing massively. I mean, it was a good point because, like, that's kind of like when we saw Summer House, like, Luke pointed that out to Sierra. Mm-hmm. Too. He's like, You made a whole scene about me, and then your ass is fucking whoever, and I'm fine with that, but don't come for me. Right. So, people in glass houses, you know? Not those so, they, um, like I'll go to dinner and like, there's a little cute moment before the drama where like Colin was giving Marcos advice saying like, don't bring yourself out. We're here for you. And I was like, oh, Colin, that's why he stays having a girlfriend because he's it. wise and sweet and hot. Mm-hmm. I love him. And he's also another person who's just a good worker. Like he yeah. never complains. And he actually says like truthful things. Like he's just very like direct, you know, like yeah. not in a bad way. Like direct Again, but no, like friendly like oh, you know no, a I lovingly that, direct person outside of your friend that you met at target today i think being direct is very good yeah quality. like i'm somebody who does not mince words like i was back at work yesterday for the first time in a few weeks and like people are just already having their moments and i was like baby like we're here to work like if somebody asked me to do a task i'm not gonna be like why didn't you ask this person who it should be no task complete done right and you know me co-star was telling me today like are you something about how I need to like learn how feelings and I was like no thanks like I have something about feelings too like like, transactions probably the Capricorn thing like ew fuck but also I like found Scarlett relatable when she was like I'm not gonna like if I have issues or whatever I'm not doing this in front of the group like I will do it solo and then Daisy starts with her shenanigans and the first like sniff of bullshit was when she said I've known Gary a long time. Ma'am, you've known him for a year. Anything a couple of years. Like, that's not a long time. People in college say that. Like, 18-year-olds say that. But I'm also weak that Barnaby is a, like, pot stirrer, too. Because him asking Scarlett if they snogged, I was like... Oh, yeah. Barnaby likes the mess. We we learn in this episode, too. And then... um, like she was just Daisy was just being a dick like she was just stirring it up and then she was like Scarlett's either going to like I don't remember she said something or or explode yeah and I was just like why the fuck would you say that to somebody that you met like three days ago right and someone that you can see is like outwardly like upset and and she also hasn't done anything wrong so like why are you trying to make her feel bad do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because she doesn't owe anything to Ashley she doesn't owe anything to you like she met Gary three days ago like let the girl have fun she's just having fun and then for daisy to also tell Scarlett, like don't bitch at me when like it bites you in the ass basically when like fucking yeah. with gary bites you in the ass and just like i tell her like cut the bs i'm like what the f-? yeah to me as time goes on it's like i think it's pretty clear like daisy's not a girl's girl daisy very much likes to be like in mm-hmm. like I, I can't remember what there's definitely one of the other bravo shows where someone used to say like she likes to be in the company of men. And that was yeah. like an argument for a whole season. <laughs> and it's like coming back to me, but like, she like definitely thrives, like having the men like her and all this stuff. And so I'm just kind of like, girl, like you look like a fool and I'm sick of her. And then I remember like the only time Colin has ever been wrong on his two seasons on the show is when he said that Gary was the source of Scarlet's tears. And it's like, yeah. no, Daisy is the source of Scarlet's mm-hmm. tears because 
she's being a fucking asshole. And then she's like apologizing and be like, I never meant for this to happen. No, she like Daisy was giving Nene leaks because mm-hmm. <laughs> Amber and I were watching like old uh, Atlanta and like Nene literally went and made like Portia and I think Kenya cry. And then she's like, why are all these bitches crying? Because you made them. Like, right. You made them cry. So it was just annoying. Um, I did find it really cute that Barnaby was actually crushing on Daisy. We find mm-hmm. out too. And the kids. I, like, I want to find him cute, but the hair is just super off. There's Here's something a- about him that's off. Even his voice, I just don't like. That's true too. And his name. Sorry to his family. But- Barnaby. Barnaby Circus. No, it's Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> I'm glad you read my mind. I was literally thinking that. I love that we have ESP now because I was like, no, India, no. That's not it. Mm-mm. But I literally, as you were saying it, that's what my head was saying. So I love that for us. Come on, Olsen twins. Um, I thought he'd want Ashley and her titties, but I guess even she's too annoying for that. Oh yeah, he's too annoyed with her. Um, also yeah. Kelsey farting and then being like, oh my farting. God. She's so unwell, but also that scene made me weak because like, that just reminds me like anytime, like I'm with my family for a long period of time. I feel like if you're doing like a road trip or something, there's always someone who just can't hold it. Mm-hmm. And then they act like, and that's literally everyone's reaction. I was thinking about how, um, I don't remember why, but I was like feeling, oh, I, on this trip last week, I was feeling sick and, um, we had been making fun of our friend who was hosting us because like they hadn't taken out their trash yet and you yeah. kind of smell it. And they were describing why it smelled bad. And it was like, you know, when you <laughs> have raw meat and you put the little tray that it comes mm. in the trash. <laughs> yeah. And so they were talking about that while we were in the car and I was already feeling sick. And so I rolled down the window and like a dog, I just had my head hanging out like taking as much fresh air as possible because every time they kept talking about it I could just like my eyes were watering I was so unwell oh no no I know that smell disgusting yeah it it was a lot we we had to do a lot of feedback because they don't really have women in their home so we had to say things like you should get a waste basket for the bathroom yeah you should do that we were like we have raw meat like bag it up in another plastic baggie or just immediately throw it out yeah, we did a couple like little tips about like what it's like when women are there. Yeah, was, get a couple of candles. That's a good one. We didn't tell them that. Hand towels. <laughs> we almost bought them the wastebasket, but I was like, that's passive aggressive. That's not a nice <laughs> gift. Um, and then the only thing left from this episode, because like we just are about to start another charter right. with some nice Canadian guests. Um, I love that like Daisy then comes to call in the next day and she's recapping it. Like she's the innocent. And she's like, I just don't know what went on or like why everyone's so upset, blah, blah. And Colin's like, you're jealous. Right. Admit it. And she was like, fuck off. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm not jealous. And it's like, bitch, you are too old to be playing these games. Get out it's like, of here. That isn't, yeah. She was just like, and then pull shit. Yeah yeah sure you're not interested and then she's like kissing gary as a quote exactly that was literally i was like how old are you that's so played out like i haven't done that since i was you know what i think it is i think that if gary i don't think gary has been so expressive to daisy of like i like you like these are my intentions the way that he has been with like scarlet like, I don't think he was like, I think Ashley was the aggressor with Gary, but with Scarlett, oh, Gary's like, sure Ooh, like, I'm attracted to you. Like we have chemistry. 
And I feel like if Gary was like that with Daisy, that she would so be into it. But, but because that he's not, she's like playing it safe. Yeah. And like just staying in but the she, zone. She definitely is like trying to shoot her shot little ways. Little um, ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just thought that was fun. And so that's what I think is like, I don't think, I'm not saying like Gary isn't attracted to Daisy. Like it's very clear he's attracted to her at some extent, but I think he knows like, it's not a forever thing. So he's not going to mess up like their working relationship. Mm-hmm. relationship because then her. they can't all come back next season. Because She's or- going to be so annoying if they ever right. broke up. Mm-hmm. All right. And then do we want to do a quick sprinkling of Dubai for some questions? Let's do it. Oh, also we are going back to uploading on Fridays. So we're going to be including Dubai and in our. Well, yeah, we're going to do little sprinkles of Dubai. Yeah. We're going to do a little we'll sprinkles. See, we'll see where the wind blows us. You we'll guys. see if the wind blows us in that direction. If but... the wind blows us to the Burj Khalifa and we <laughs> talk about Dubai. <laughs> if the wind blows us into a desert storm. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So I have only seen the first half. I didn't get to see her intro yet. So this is all superficial. I want to say that I'm going to like Sarah. Um, she was mm. the Emirati one. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't like actually her. seen her package yet. But just from the previews, I was like, I think I like her. Um, I like Lisa Milan. Mm-hmm. She is the maternity wear designer, mm-hmm. married the British man. Mm-hmm. A lot of these women married a white man. Interesting. Just throwing that out there. Um, and then I wanted to like Stanbury because of like her history on Ladies of London, but like this relationship is weird with her now husband also like yeah. this whole messaging of like the women with the younger men i'm like they better be doing something for these women because again these women are carrying them because who's the other one? Oh, diana on beverly hills who i love yeah. i'm obsessed with her but like and like shout out to having the 33 year old fiance but at the same time like are they maintaining these men Cause I'm not signing up for that. But at least he's in his thirties. Like this dude is 27 years old and she's in her forties and her daughter yeah. is 15. Like her daughter. That's her really creepy. Age, that's really creepy. Like than them. That's so creepy. But because, yeah. I, yeah. That's really creepy. Um. So, and then I want to like, what's her name? Ayan Chanel. Yeah. The model, but she seems like she's really trying to be a character more mm-hmm. than like being a person. Yeah, for sure. Also when she said, this is the game from my village. And I was like, bitch, I haven't played that game in Puerto Rico in Florida, <laughs> Minnesota. Like that's a global game. Not she said that's all she brought from her yeah. village. That's all I'm going to throw out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, We've all done the one and two and three clap. Right. I think Lisa and Sarah are my favorites, but okay. I think that's just because they're. Oh, I'm excited that you like Sarah if you've watched it. They're all. drop dead gorgeous, but also I think that they're just like, I just like people that like are not so boisterous and like neutral, like people that are like, I just want to like, you know, do my thing. And they're not like Chanel. And I think Chanel is going to be like a care, like she's going to develop as like that yeah. character um which is cool but like she's just very like boisterous and i'm not going to give it away because the dinner you'll be like what the fuck but i just think she's i just saw the previews like i saw because like even within the episode they're like coming up and then i saw her and at the time i was like and some other black girl but i didn't know who was who yet yelling at each other but yeah now i know it's caroline b yeah and i think caroline b she's just a little bit of a like i like her like um but she she's just one of those people 
that like flaunts their wealth or like what they have. Like so far yeah. she's kind of been that way. And I'm like, oh, I don't really like that. Like, I just like show people like Nina, I like her for the most part, but if I have to hear the Berg that she lived at the Berg Khalifa one more time, it's going to, I'm just like, okay, you mentioned it literally five times in this episode yeah. that you lived at the Berg Khalifa. We get it. We get it. Yeah. I'm excited for the frenemies because it's very clear. Like they're mm-hmm. all talking mad shit about each other. So like, there's always going to be fights. Yeah. It's not going to be like, cause I think, I know this is terrible, but it, like, the issue with Beverly Hills is like once those five women decided like they're best friends, they like wouldn't talk against each other. And so then it was always just like Mm -hmm. really stiff. And so when people are like friends or like develop friendships, it's good, but it's like nice when they're kind of surface too, because then they'll all betray each other. Yep. And that makes for good television folks. Cause Lisa and Chanel, like Amon are like best friends. Nina and Sarah are like really like good friends and Caroline B and Lisa are friends, but Chanel and Caroline B aren't friends. Yeah. And then Carolyn S, I think she just kind of floats. Yeah. They just have her there because she was on Ladies of London. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. It was Sarah's good so far. Gorgeous. I'm like, oh my God, this girl is gorgeous. Someone was like, like are we going to filter? I think that's why I like her. Like, I think it's like my superficiality. Filter like took over i was like she's the hottest so and she's a, she's like she's a muslim woman and she just made it made it very clear like i'm rebellious but she's also just very like you know like culturally i feel like in the same way like balances between culturally like tr- like cu- culturally and religion like religiously traditional but you know like putting those aspects of rebelliousness like she's been married three times like i think she's on her third marriage she is has- about to be cut off so oh. <laughs> this is our flop era everybody welcome (laughs) we got cut off but india um, was in her pocket and i was like i don't even know what i was saying oh basically that i like sarah wow (laughs) well there you have it folks i like that she's like rebellious but also traditional i hope when you cut this together you go with your whole like speech but then you just like basically she's my favorite like i hope yeah. I mean, that's how it's gonna. No, it's all just gonna flush together. I'm too. I think I'm too lazy to even. Love it. Um, love it. Love it. Transitions, folks. Transitions. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it's confirmed that the reason we like her is because she's hot. Because yeah. that was really my only reason, and I didn't want to admit it. But since you did, I felt safe. And she just shows that she's hot, but like, is so beautiful with like staying like you know what within her, um cultural and like religious like um not protocols or like yeah customs and like just like wearing the clothes that she feels like she respects in. like her traditions but she's also she's a balance between tradition yeah. and modern yes i love that and just like her own woman and i love people like that lisa i think that she's just pretty and kind <laughs> i like that she has a british husband i was like mm-hmm. okay accent and then all three of their kids have different accents. They're like, say water. But that water. was like kind of put on because she would pronounce it in the accent yeah, for them. Yeah, true. She was like, say water. I can't do a British accent, but then that baby said it. And then she's like, say water. And then the baby's like, water. And then she's like, say water. <laughs> this is getting offensive. You can cut this one. <laughs> I'm like... I'm truly not back to work, y'all. Especially not on like. I think that this is hilarious. It's not offensive at all because you're literally just. Because I'm every woman. Because I am her child. I'm her multicultural child. (laughs) I am Caribbean and will be British by penetration one day. Okay. 
Oh, dreams. <laughs> Bucket list. Man dreams of. are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Okay, spoken word. Like, <laughs> really? Like, India said, I was like, India, should we just cut it off there? Or do you want to record five more minutes? And the five minutes we're doing is hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> the delusion that's in act three of this series is like beyond. Oh, well, I guess that's all we have for you folks. Anything else, Rubes? Probably nothing good. <laughs> I think we should just, we should just like end it before we really cancel ourselves further because i feel like i'm still recovering from my little interpretation and i can't i really thought i could like i'm pretty good at mimicking stuff but only if i've heard it like a hundred times and like that i only clearly heard once 30 minutes i know ago. boston is like water like almost like well even like baltimore people say water i think it's like water <laughs> Because New Jersey is like water. Also, why did she jump with Boston? Like, water. Because didn't she say she was from Boston? About. No, Caroline Brooks is from Boston. No, from like outside of Boston. Oh, where did Lisa say she was from? Uh, Jamaica American. Oh. Oh, Jamaican yeah. American. I think she's probably from Florida then. Okay. Would be my guess. Like if you're Jamaican American, I mean, you could be from New York, but. Right. I she think- said they met him live on, live on a Sunday in Miami. I which- thought of you. I was like, okay, status queen, like name drop. I too love. have met someone. <laughs> live on oh, Sunday. God. Regrets. Um, anyway. On a Sunday? I did meet him at live on a Sunday. Not. Well, she said, if you know, you know. Anymore. So there you go. Where's I your husband know, in India? I know. Lame. We're doing better. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're doing great. I know. I don't want to be hard on you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Again, five minutes of Tom Foolery is how we end the episode. Today. I think that's the best way to end it. Well, Tom Foodle's unhowdy partner. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.